This morning, Taylor's going to be speaking to us. Who uses social media? That's good. So you're here. So everyone knows. I'm not really, I don't really, I'm not very good with social media, to be honest. So uh, I'm going to hand over to Taylor. Taylor's going to speak for a little while. So let's hear it for Taylor, everyone. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be chatting a little bit about social media. Um, there's probably something you need to know about me before I start, which is that I am a notorious talker. You've probably noticed on stage, uh, I talk too much, I often talk too loudly, I really talk too openly, bit of a case of TMI, too much information, but whichever way you look at it, I am a talker. Uh, And being a journalist, someone who studied magazine journalism, you tend to find with us a lot that Yeah, we tend to be talkers. We like to find people who want to listen to what we have to say um, and those who want to hear our opinions. And if they don't, we tend to just talk anyway. Uh, So hands up if we've got any talkers in the house. Cool. It's going to go well then. Yeah. And so for me, it's kind of always been that way. Even when I was your age, um, coming home from school, age 12, 13, 14, um, I just wanted to be online all the time. I absolutely loved it. I wanted to be talking to people at all times, finding things to search, finding things to chat about um, whenever I could, really. And so I just wanted to unpack kind of the three things that for me at your age um, really drew me into social media. And it might be, I'm hoping, that for you it's quite similar. So the first one for me was the escape of social media. With social media, you can log on, you can fill your world with whatever you want to fill it with. For me, um, going online was like escaping into my own reality TV series. So like I could focus on that boy at school who I kind of liked and who maybe liked me back and maybe just find out where he'd be on the playground the next day. Uh, yeah, some, some nods and giggles over there. Um, and also, you know, I could get into arguments. That was one of the things I always used to do on social media. And I used to just get into debates, get into arguments with my friends or maybe people at school that I just didn't get on with that much. And to be honest, I was only logging on and getting into these arguments and voicing my opinion and shouting because I was just sick of hearing my parents argue. So for me, it was an escape to log on and have arguments of my own where I could have a voice and I could shout and get that kind of energy out. You know, instead of arguing with my mum, I was arguing with whoever I could find. And the last one for me, um, actually the middle one for me, intimacy. I don't know about you guys, but whoever you speak to 24-7, they're like your best pal. You need to be speaking, have like 24-7 messenger buddy to know that you are in an intimate relationship with that person. And the thing is with social media, people can make you feel special, can't they? It's also a place for people to openly um, publicise the fact that they are in an intimate relationship. Hands up if you've ever seen somebody's best friend's name with hearts and emojis in their little bio on Instagram or on Snapchat or on something. Exactly. And put your hands up if you've ever seen someone's boyfriend or girlfriend, ride or die, heart, heart, winky face in their bio as well. Yeah, exactly. Nothing's changed. It was a way to say, I have got people that I am intimate with. I am loved by people. And that brings me on to the third one, which is value. See, for me, to get my value, to feel like I was worth something, you had to be online, you had to be involved. 
For me at school, um, it was all about the online activity determining how important you are or how much value you had at school the next day. So it could have been like photos of a party that someone had that maybe not everyone was invited to. Um, it might be a profile picture over summer where you had a latest hairdo or some fresh new trainers and you'd take the picture and everyone at school would be waiting for you to get back in September just so they could talk about it. I don't know if it's the same for you. But essentially, you had to have online activity to have value. And what I found really interesting was that even those people who maybe would sit at the back of class, they wouldn't really get involved. They, they didn't have much to say or they just had negative things to say. Even those people, by getting involved on social media or even by being silent, they still managed to get some sort of value from it. Even if it was negative attention from people, it was still attention. And so that's something that always seemed to happen. You'd get value from online. And another thing that I just wanted to pick up on for me, being a 13-year-old girl, some of the girls in my school, there were also older guys that would come along, pop up from wherever, or maybe just people that we didn't actually know that well. And somehow they would, they would chat to you, they would talk to you, they would make you feel like you were the only person in the entire world. They would just, just lavish you in value, make you feel really special. And then next thing, they'd be asking for special photos of you or information that you, you didn't really know whether to give out or not. You didn't really want to see them, but they'd be asking to meet up with you. And these things would just happen because you were addicted to that value. You felt special. I don't know if it's, it's the same for you guys. I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, I hope this talk is going to go in a different direction. Otherwise, Taylor's just a horrific person. and They've got her to stand up and talk about all the horrible ways uh, that she used social media. And yeah, it is, it is going to go in a different direction. Um, I, for me, things started to change on social media when I became a Christian. And I became a Christian at about 16 or 17 um, years old. And that was a really weird time for me because as I spent more time with Jesus, um, things really started to change. And so it wasn't about running away from social media. You'll be glad. I'm not here to tell you to drop the phones, drop the Snapchat, drop the Instagram so you can be free from that worry. For me, it was actually learning as a talker how to use it. You know, I think about the Christians in the Bible who seem to be able to affect thousands of people at one time. And part of me just thinks, you know, wow, God, imagine if they had an Instagram following or a Snapchat following. They would have done serious damage. Hands up if you've got uh, Instagram. Yeah, it's pretty solid, pretty much all of you. Um, some of you guys, shout out some numbers. How many people do you think uh, are actually on Instagram? Billion, million. Lots of people, two millions, tri trillions. So, so on Instagram, all right, calm down, calm down. On Instagram, there are actually 700 million people. Yeah, exactly. And so that's how many people you're actually in, in direct contact with um, when you log into your Instagram. And so imagine how many people you could, you could reach when you start to shape your social media. And I'll tell you a bit about the, the thousands of young people that myself, I've reached, and my team um, a little bit later. But first, I just wanted to say, um, it's about you guys and asking you um, how you want to use your social media. It's really up to you what you want to represent online. See, it's completely up to you. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I guess it comes down to two things. It's whether you want to transform the world around you 
with what you say, with what you do, with what you watch, with what you get involved with, with what you say yes to, with what you get your friends involved with. Whether you want to start to transform that or whether the second option, you just want to conform to that. See, I spent years conforming, doing what everyone else was doing, showing off in ways that everyone else was showing off, um, and just conforming to the ways that my friends were handling their social media, online, gossip, getting involved. And to be honest, after years and looking back, it's not original, guys. Conforming is probably the least original thing you can do. Being a sheep doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you original. And so what happens when we start to hang out with Jesus and think about how we want to shape ourselves and our passions on social media, uh, things start to change for us. Um, And in Romans 6, it explains it a bit like this. It talks about not letting sin reign in you so that you obey its passions, the passions of sin. Now, your passions uh, tell a lot about who you are. What you love, what you get involved with, the things you're endorsing, the things you're saying and supporting, they tell a lot about who you are. And right now, I'm sure there's a lot of you, just like I was, that are obeying the passions of sin and the passions of everyone else just because it seems like the normal thing to do, the cool thing to do. But like I said, it's up to you. It's up to you whether you take a stand. It's up to you about what you say, what you represent. And you may be thinking, okay, well, that's all right. That's all good and well, Taylor, but how? How am I supposed to actually get this right? How am I supposed to change these habits? How am I supposed to step out on social media? And before I tell you about the things that I'm doing now, I want to tell you about the things that I started to get sorted from your age. And it brings me back to the three things that I started with. The escape of social media, the intimacy on social media, and the value that you get on social media. So when you're escaping on social media, it says to me that, Sometimes things that are going on in your own life, they're not all that great. But it's when you start to spend time with Jesus and spend time with God realizing that he has your best interests at heart. When I started to realize that, I started to look at my actual life, not just my online life and my Photoshop life, and realizing that God had exciting things for me to do and that he was interested in fixing the problems with my parents and fixing the problems with my friendship groups and that he was interested in my daily life. That's when things started to change. When I realized that the hairs on my head were numbered, I don't know if you've heard that one before, it's classic. People love to pull it out when telling young people that they're worth something. They say, God knows the numbers of hairs on your head. And when you say that, you know, you start to get this picture that God knows exactly how many numbers, how many hairs are on your head, the exact number. But I just want to point out, I heard someone say this before, it's amazing. It's more than that. The fact that God knows that the numbers on your head are counted, they're numbered, doesn't just mean that he knows exactly how many hairs are on your head, but it means that when you're brushing your hair in the morning thinking about how, oh, if only I could just look better, when you're putting your hair gel in thinking, if only I could be cooler, if only people would like me more, and that one single hair falls out of place and you've got it in your hand, it's not just that God knows how many numbers of hairs there are on your head, but that he knows that that hair in your hand is number 562. That's the level that God is interested in the detail of your life and how much value he has with you, how much intimacy he has with you. And actually that he decided to make you before the world even was created. And when you start to realize these things and start thinking these things through when you're getting ready in the morning, it starts to shape how you use your social media. Because instead of logging on like I used to, needing things, I needed, needed, needed from speaking to people, I needed from logging on, I needed those likes on my, my profile photo, I needed to have more than that person. Instead of logging on to need, you already got everything you need, so you log on to give. 
You stop logging on to need and you start logging on to give. You know, when I was struggling with value, when I used to worry about how much people liked me and stuff, another thing that I started to do was put people down. I don't know if you guys ever have that problem. Maybe it's with your friends. Maybe it's with people that you don't like very much. I don't know. But I started to put people down. I started to talk about people, gossip 24-7 at night, online with my friends, stirring up trouble for school time. It's just a really ugly trait. But again, when I started logging on, not needing that, but wanting to give, I started to encourage other people, starting to let people know that they feel that they, that they are great so that they could feel great and loving people, spotting people who had similar problems at home and offering, you know, offering some encouragement, offering some advice, offering some love, offering to chat for them. Things change when you stop needing stuff from your social media and you log on to give. And so it's actually when I started figuring that out that God gave me one of the most incredible gifts um, he's ever given me. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever heard of Clarity magazine or see me running around in one of the t-shirts with Clarity um, written on the front. But just a year ago, um, God asked me to launch a magazine for young women. And I was like, well, all right then. Uh, I had no money. I was volunteering with my church. Um, I didn't have a clue what was going on. I did not feel equipped at all. But God said, now, this is what you're going to do. And the time when I realized, you know what, I'm actually going to do this, was when God started breaking my heart for this generation. And so much of it started with media. It started with social media. It started with the online world. I started to think about people who, you know, they weren't eating They stopped eating because they wanted to look like that girl on that Instagram. I started to think about guys who were pulling knives on each other because they wanted to be cool or get the money that they needed to support their family because they saw videos on online that taught them how to act this way. I started to look at the headlines on uh, magazines that you see on the newsstands teaching you how to have sex before you actually value yourself, teaching that you need to be skinnier or stronger or more muscly to have any kind of worth before you even know anything about your own character. I mean, everything at the moment at your age is telling you you're not quite there yet. You're not quite good enough. I mean, hands up if you've ever gone onto a social media account and you've compared the amount of likes you've got to the amount of likes someone else has got. Quite a lot of you. How, how many times, put your hands up, if you've ever had your teacher uh, telling you you just don't have the grades to kind of make it, you're just not going to do well, you're messing about too much, you're not good enough. Yeah, Exactly. How many times, this is quite a good one, how many times have you guys logged on um, to your web browser, whatever it is, Safari, Chrome, 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 Fox, I don't know what they're called these days, Uh, but how many of you have logged on to search for lyrics to a song uh, or to like a rap so that you knew the song next time it came up because last time you made a fool out of yourself? There we go. Okay, more. Now that one person's done it, there's more hands. That was my ultimate favorite. I used to log on every night like, I need to know the lyrics. I can't lose that again. Uh, So these things, all the time, we feel like we're not good enough. And that's why we launched Clarity. We wanted to create a different voice for young women that told them that they are good enough, that told them that they are loved, that told them that they should build their character before getting intimate with someone um, physically, that they should love others, that they shouldn't be gossiping about that girl or leaving that girl sat on it by herself because she's having troubles at school, but they should be loving people, getting involved. And we really, really, really started talking about the taboo issues. You see, at your age, you're more likely to find um, things like pornography online or pictures of how to have the best body than you are to find encouraging statements. I think that's ridiculous. These things are real problems that you guys are dealing with and that I'm sure you've seen. 
We wanted to be a new voice that spoke about things like this in a new way. And so after a year of a lot of work and launching Clarity, we have actually reached about 7,000 readers. And we're starting to change things. And people are coming to us because we sound different. And it brings us back to this whole transform or conform thing. People are coming to us because we're different. Because if you sound the same, essentially you're just invisible and you're adding to the problems. So you guys may think that you're loving people, you're doing the right thing by just going along with it, encouraging your friends in the behaviours that they're doing, liking the things that everyone else is liking, gossiping about the things that everyone else is gossiping about. But if you want to change things, you've got to change yourself, you've got to make a new impact, you've got to have a different voice, you've got to start challenging the things that you know aren't quite right, you've got to wake up in the morning and know where your value comes from so you don't log on just needing that value from someone else. You've got to know that God is intimate with you, that he loves you so much that he knows every single hair on your head has a particular number. So you don't need to log on and spend time speaking to that guy or girl until midnight and then waking up and being too tired for school so you're not learning properly. All of these things you need to sort out in the morning and sort out before you log on. Because if you're logging on to need stuff that only God can give you, you are going to be disappointed. I have been disappointed over and over again online with my relationships and my behaviours you're just going to be let down guys so I just want to challenge you to have a think about some of the things that maybe you guys are doing online that you know just don't quite fit with the person you want to be maybe it's bullying maybe it's constantly scrolling through things that you want to look like maybe it's watching makeup tutorials more than you're opening your bible because you just want to be valued at school whatever it is you need to have check up on it have a think now And I just wanted to finish by saying that this is not an excuse for you guys to be on your phone all the time. When you see me, I'm often on my phone doing the kind of magazine, social media and different things and emails. But I was reading uh, the Bible last night, just flicking through some things. um, And someone was chatting to me about the um, the end of John's letters. So in 3 John... um, Chapter 13, um, no, chapter 1, verse 13, um, he talks about the fact that he would love um, to say so much more stuff on pen and paper um, and write it to these guys, uh, the church that he's speaking to, but that actually he would much rather meet face to face. And so I want to give you guys a challenge. Um, and it's that while, yes, it's incredible to change how you are on social media, to get stuck in, to say something new, to share good things, it's also so incredible that if you know someone's struggling or if you know someone's dealing with some sort of issue, to actually arrange to meet face-to-face, sitting with your friends for a coffee and actually discussing that problem that they've got going on at home rather than just liking their status when they're slagging off their parents is so much more important than just getting involved with all of that stuff online. So I would so encourage you to start thinking about how you can have that face-to-face interaction with the people around you. Just as a side note, in case you thought you could just be on your phone all week now. Uh, So yeah, sorry about that, guys. Um, And so one thing I would say, it's a shameless plug, but if maybe you're not used to taking a stand online or saying something different, then I would love for you to follow us. Start sharing what we're sharing. Look at what we're doing. Get involved. And if not, start doing it yourself. So if you want to follow us, we are on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we are at Clarity Mag UK. And you can find out a bit of our story and what we're doing to change social media and the media industry.